want us to begin to worship the name of the Lord this beautiful morning. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's begin to give him honor. Let's begin to give him adoration. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. Ancient of days, we magnify your name this beautiful morning. For counting us worthy to be among the living. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. For what you are set to do in our midst this morning. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor. We give you adoration. Blessed be your name. Adoration be unto your name. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice this beautiful morning and begin to ask for the mercy of the Lord. We are going to cry unto him and say, Lord, I am here again at your presence. Be merciful unto me. In the mighty name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, open the windows of heaven unto me and let there be a pony of your grace this morning. Let there be a pony of your love. Let there be a pony of your power upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let every one of us receive your mercy. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth and cry unto God for his mercy. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. Lord, we are here again at your presence. Be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, subdue every works of the enemy before us in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, let our life be transformed from grace to grace, from strength to strength, and from favor to favor. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let every mountain melt before us as we go out this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, we redeem today by the power of your blood. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, this morning, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be purged and be cleansed in the name of Jesus. Let every defilement in my spiritual and body be removed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we ask that this morning you will cleanse us, you will sanctify us. In the name of Jesus, let every negative dreams of the night be cancelled by the power and the blood of Jesus. We stand against Against every works of the enemy, and we cancel them this morning by the power and the blood of Jesus. Lord, we ask that this morning you will remove every defilement in our spiritual and body. In the name of Jesus, let your blood justify us. Let your blood make way for us where there is no way. In the name of Jesus, let every evil predictions, evil prophecy against our life be cancelled this morning by the power of your blood. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father Lord, as I go in the journey of the month of September, let your presence go with me. In the name of Jesus, let every mountain begin to melt at your presence. In the name of Jesus, Lord, overshadow us with your presence as we go in the journey of this month. In the name of Jesus, guide us, lead us, teach us, and direct our path. In the name of Jesus, as we go in the journey of this month, let your light shine upon our path. In the name of Jesus, let every darkness of confusion be lifted. In the mighty name of Jesus, direct our path, direct our ways. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go in the journey of this month, the month of October, Lord, let your grace overshadow my life in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, overshadow our life with your grace. In the name of Jesus, in this month of double grace, in this month of double grace, 
Lord, let your grace overshadow our life. In the name of Jesus, let us walk in your grace. Let us walk in your grace. In the name of Jesus, overshadow our life with your grace. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for answer to our prayers this morning. As we go into your world, Holy Spirit, minister unto us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah. This morning, by the grace of God, I will be exhorting us very briefly before we continue with our prayers. From the book of Jonah, we have been doing some series from that book of Jonah. Uh, so far, we have we must have done maybe like four uh, episodes, and this, this should be the fifth one. And I will be talking to us on what I've titled, uh, Storm with Positive Purpose. Storm with positive purpose. Jonah chapter 1. Maybe I should read from verse 1, but verse 4 would be my emphasis for today. The Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarsus, from the presence of the Lord, he went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarsus. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. And look at verse 4, which will be our emphasis. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken. This morning, as I mentioned earlier, I just want to exhort us on what I have titled Storm with Positive Purpose. Do you know that when God called this man, called Jonah, to go to Nineveh, he headed on to Tarshish because he didn't want to go to Nineveh. I mean, he didn't want to go to Nineveh, the great city. The Bible called it a great city. But as great as they are, they are also great in wickedness. And that was why in verse 2, the Bible says, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it. For their wickedness has come up before me. For their wickedness, although they are a great city, they are many good artwork, they have many magnificent buildings, they have many beautiful places for tourists, but they are also great. In wickedness. Is that not the same situation with many of our cities today? They are great, they look great, they look beautiful, but with a lot of wickedness taking place in it. And God told Jonah, I want to send you there to go and cry out against it. Because if they don't stop their wickedness, if they don't stop doing evil, then my judgment will come against them. But Jonah chose to do the opposite. And because Jonah refused, Look at what happened in verse 4. Jonah chapter 1 verse 4. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea. Because God wanted Jonah to do what he has called him to do. Now, somebody may want to ask, does God force us to do his will? No. But sometimes because he's a sovereign God, he can overtake our will to bring to pass his own will. Sometimes God can overtake our will to bring to pass his own will. And that was why God 
you know, he, he sent a, a, a wind to arrest Jonah. Because Jonah was a disobedient prophet. Jonah was a prodigal prophet. He wanted to do things in his own way, but God had to overtake his own way to establish his will. Because the will of God is for Nineveh to be saved and not to be destroyed. Do you know that was the same thing that happened to Peter? In Luke chapter 22 from verse 31 to 32, you know, Peter, Jesus Christ could see that he's a great evangelist. Jesus Christ could see that he's a great prophet. He's going to be a, a great instrument in his hand. And the devil also targeted Peter to destroy him. Luke 22 verse 21, and, and the Lord said unto Simon, 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 indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may shift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have been converted, strengthen your brethren. The same way Jesus was after the life of Peter, Satan was also after the life of Peter to hijack him away from the kingdom of God. But thank God for Jesus. He said, I have prayed for you so that your faith will not fail you. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Encourage people who may be going through the same situation. Even David said this in, in Psalm 51 verse 13. Psalm 51 verse 13. He said, Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted unto you. But in previous verses, you know, David was confessing his sin. He was asking for mercy. You know, but he now said, God, if you, if you, if you help me, if you will forgive me, if you will not count my sin against me, when you have helped me, when I'm a better person, then I will be able to teach transgressors your way. And, and sinners shall be converted unto you. And that was what God was trying to achieve with Jonah. Because if Jonah was to act in disobedience, nothing will be done in the city of Nineveh. So God, first of all, wants to make sure that Jonah was restored before he would be able to go and do the assignment that he has called him to, to do. You know, do we know, you know some of us may be surprised sometimes that our pastors, our preachers, sometimes the same things they are preaching to us about, some of them have to repent from the same thing before God could use them. Just to let us know that God is always looking for the available, not the qualified. And that's why you mustn't disqualify yourself and say, who am I? I'm a sinner. Well, Jonah was a sinner too. He was a disobedient prophet. But after God was able to work on him, he became a prophet that became a spokesman for God. Do you know this man, the message of God in his mouth was so powerful that after he cried out for 40 days in the city of Nineveh, the Bible says the king, the, 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 even the, the, the smallest person in the city of Nineveh, the Bible says they declared a fast to ask for forgiveness for their sin. Even all their animals, they did not give them food. That was how powerful the message of Jonah was. I've never, I've never seen a, a powerful preacher like him. But this man was a disobedient prophet. Just some few days before God used him to convert a whole city, a whole city unto God. I hope 
And I'm believing God that in our own time, God will raise men that when they preach just one message, maybe on TV end, when they preach just one message, maybe on YouTube, a whole city will turn unto God and bars and clubhouse will be closing down and building that were being used for, for, for sinful things will not be converted to a church where thousands will be trooping in in their numbers to listen to the gospel of grace. I pray that in our own time, that revival will break out again. In the name of Jesus. I want somebody to say amen to that. I say in our own time, that revival will break out in the name of Jesus. Now, as we look at this verse of scripture, Jonah chapter 1 verse 4, one, we could see divine judgment. Somebody may look at it and say, wow, this is divine judgment. You know, why will God send a wind against his own prophet? Why will God do that? That's like a divine judgment. And God only did that in order to interrupt the direction from where Jonah was heading to. Jonah was heading to a wrong direction. And God wanted to stop him, but this man would not stop. And that was why God had to arrange for a wind, a great wind on the sea. Bible says, and there was and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. I want to pray for somebody this morning. I don't know the kind of people that you are joining with. I don't know the, the kind of people that have joined your ship and they want your ship to break. I pray that this morning the Lord will deliver you. In the mighty name of Jesus. By his mercy. In the name of Jesus. And then we could also see divine favor. Divine favor. Although we could see God being frowned at Jonah. And that was why he sent that wind to, 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 to almost break up the ship. But we could also see divine favor. Because God was not doing that to destroy Jonah or the people in the ship. God was doing it out of his genuine love for the city of Nineveh. And out of his genuine love, even for Jonah, the prodigal, the prodigal prophet. I want us to know that as, as believers as well, God have our best interest in mind. And sometimes when we are going through some afflictions, when we are going through some, some challenges in our life, you know, we, we should not see it as a punishment from God. We should rather see it as a way by which God wants us to become better. That is, we should see it as a way by which God wants us to be developed. Rather than, rather than seeing it as a means of destruction for us. So we could see that out of God's divine love for Jonah, he interrupted his way in order to fulfill his own agenda. The book of Psalm 107 verse 25, Psalm 107 verse 25, the Bible says, For it commands and raises the stormy wind, which lift up the waves of the sea. That was the doing of God. He is the, he is the God. He, he has all power in his hand. In fact, in Isaiah 54 verse 16, Isaiah 54 verse 16, the Bible says, Behold, I have created a blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brought forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. Can you see that? So that should even give us more boldness, more confidence in our God. Because he's the one that created the waster to destroy. And because we are his children, he will not intentionally destroy us. He will not intentionally look for something that will hurt us. 
You know, it just as we see in the case of Jonah. So the storm came into Jonah's life, but it was to make him rather than to mar him. And every discipline that God brings our way is always to is always motivated by love. Look at that. Every discipline that God brings our way as Christian is always motivated by God's love. God can make good come out of bad situations. And that was what God did in the case of Jonah. The Bible said, but the Lord sent a great wind on the sea. And this was not the first time God would do that for Jonah. Even in that same Jonah chapter 1 verse 17, Jonah chapter 1 verse 17, the Bible said, the Lord, now the Lord had prepared a great fish, look at that, to swallow Jonah. Look at that. The same God that sent the, the wind against the ship prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Do you think it was Jonah that, 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 uh, that prevented himself from being killed by the fish? No. It was God that did it out of his mercy, out of his love. If you go to Jonah chapter 2 verse 10, Jonah chapter 2 verse 10, Bible says, so the Lord spoke unto the fish and it vomited Jonah unto a dry land. He did it out of his mercy. And that's not the, the last time he would do it. He keep doing it for Jonah. In Jonah chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Jonah chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. The Bible says, And the Lord God prepared a plant and made it come up over Jonah, that it might be a shade for his head to deliver him from his mystery. So Jonah was very grateful for that plant. And look at verse 7. But as the morning dawned the next day, God prepared a worm and, and, and it so damaged the plant that it withered. Look at that. This was when Jonah was complaining. You know, he was just complaining and saying, why did God send him to Nineveh if God knew that he would not destroy the city? That why did God send him there? He was complaining and, and the Bible says there was heat. You know, there was heat in the area and after some time, God allowed some plant to grow to provide shade for Jonah. Then God sent a worm to go and eat up the plant so that Jonah can experience some torture. You know, sometimes, you know, some people, you know, until when they experience some heat of life, they, will, they won't recognize God in their life. And that was how God, God permitted the plant to be eaten by a worm. And then Jonah knew that, wow, it was the mercy of God that actually provide for his need. So it wasn't his work, it wasn't by his work, it wasn't by his righteousness, but it was by the mercy of God. The book of Psalm 89, verses 30 and 30, 30 to 33, Psalm 89. The Bible says, If his sons forsake my law and do not walk in my judgment, if they break my status and do not keep my commandment, look at verse 32 now, then I will punish their transgressions with the rod and their iniquity with stripe. And look at verse 33 now. Nevertheless, my loving kindness I will not utterly take from them, nor allow my faithfulness to fail. This is talking about the goodness of God, about the mercy of God, about the loving kindness of God, even unto us, where we disobey. And then God tried to bring discipline into our lives. Discipline. You know, I, I, I think I shared this with one of our sisters yesterday. You know that sometimes, because of God's love for us, if somebody is a genuine Christian, saved, with their name written in the book of life, 
Sometimes if they commit any sin, sometimes God may permit death to even take them away as a punishment for their sin so that they will not have to go to hell. You know, just like what happened to Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 5, the Bible said they sold a portion of land and they brought the proceeds to, to Apostle Peter. But before they did that, the two of them, they, 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 they agree that, okay, we sold the land for a million dollars. We are just going to give the, the apostle $200,000. So they kept back 800000 thinking that nobody will know about it because they wanted to look good. They were doing the same thing that other Christians were doing. And when they got to Peter, they, they, it was the husband that came first. And Peter said, Ananiah, is this how much you sell the land? And he said, yes. And, you know, immediately, you know, Peter told him by, by, by the gift of the Holy Ghost, that why are you lying to God? Don't you know that by, by, by lying to me, you are lying to God? And the Bible says, immediately this man fell down and died. That's a judgment. That's a judgment of God against their sin on heart. I want you to know that Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, they will still make it to heaven. But God had to judge their sin on heart so that they can so that their soul can be redeemed when they get to heaven. So but it's, it's rather good, you know, to stay away from sin than to suffer the consequence of sin as believers. God is not interested in, in, in making us to go through hardship. And that and this was what happened to Jonah. You know, though he was a prodigal prophet, though he was a disobedient prophet, but God was still merciful unto him. It's only that Jonah passed through some hardship on life before he could do the work that God has given to him. Do you know when Jonah was in the belly of the fish? Jonah must, you know, he must have been crying to God. Jonah was not a rebellion prophet in the belly of the fish. He, he must have repented and said, God, if only you will help me this time around. If only you will deliver me from this fish. As soon as I get out, I will proclaim your name to the city of Nineveh. He cried unto God. Is that how many of us do too? Maybe sometimes when we go through some afflictions and we know that it was due to our own doing. Don't we always need them and say, God, just give me one more chance. Just one more chance. One more chance. If you can give me this chance, I will make sure I do this. I will make sure I start paying my tithe. I will make sure I start doing good to other people. But as soon as we get comforted again, we go back to our sin. <laughs> I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Look at Psalm 119. As we close, Psalm 119, I want to read three verses. Verses 67, 71, and 75. The Bible says, Psalm 119, verse 67. The Bible says, Before I was afflicted, I, was, I went astray. Look at that. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. You know, it was just like the prodigal son. You know, he came to his father. He said, give me whatever belongs to me. I'm tired of staying home with you. I want to have my independent. I want to be on my own. And his father, the Bible said, the father divided, you know, the, his, his portion of good and gave him, to, gave him whatever he, 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 he desired. And the Bible said this boy left home and spent all his living unrighteous living. He spent it in a, in a, in a reckless way. And he got, he got to a time when there was famine in the, in, the, in the country where he went. And then he remembered his father. And he, he decided in Luke 15 verse 17. The Bible says, and when he came to himself, he said, how many are your servants of my father? I've bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger here. And he said, I will arise 
I will go to my father and say unto him, I'm no longer worthy to be called one of your sons, but make me your servant. That's what happens when affliction comes to us sometimes. As a discipline from God. As a discipline from God. Not to destroy us, but to develop us. And that's why I want to tell somebody this morning. That thing that you are going through, God has only permitted it in order to make you to be better. Not to become bitter against God. And look at verse 71 of that Psalm 119. It is good for me that I have been afflicted. I know if they were to interview the prodigal son, he would share the same testimony and said, It is good for me that there was famine in the country where I went. You know, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your status. Do you know, I, I think I've shared this with us before, that at least there are three ways by which we learn. We learn either by explanation, we learn either by explanation or by experience. Or by education. By education. But the best way to learn is by explanation. You don't want to go through bad experience before you, you turn to God. And look at verse 75 of that Psalm 119. I know, O oh Lord, that your judgments are right. Look at that. That's somebody who have learned. Say, I know that your judgments are right. I know that whatever I pass through is right. Because I was the one that was at fault. It wasn't you. I was the one that was disobedient. It wasn't you. I was the one that was unfaithful when you were faithful to me. I know, O oh Lord, that your judgments are right and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Can you see that? That's somebody who have learned. He said, in faithfulness you have what? You have disciplined me. You have afflicted me so that I can learn righteousness. So that I can turn back unto you. The book of Proverbs chapter 13 verse 24. The Bible says, He who spears his rod hates his son. Look at that. Even we that we are parents, sometimes when our children did something wrong, we spank them. We discipline them. And the same thing God do to us too. But he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Look at that. He disciplines him promptly. That's how God disciplines us sometimes. Just to bring us back home. It's not to destroy us. It's just to bring us back home. And I want to tell somebody this morning. God wants you to turn back to him. You don't need to keep going far away from God. Like Prophet Jonah. He kept going far. And I'm, I'm going to be teaching more on this. Maybe next week. You know how you know, the, the consequence we can suffer from God. When we say no to his mission for our life. I'm going to be teaching about that, about that next week. You don't want to miss it. But I want to tell somebody this morning that it is time for you to return back home. Stop, stop, stop fighting against God's plan for your life. Return back home. God is willing. You know, like the story of the prodigal son. The Bible says every day the father was always looking forward to when this boy will return home. And that was why the day the boy returned home, the Bible said the father met him half of the way before he got to his father. Because the father was always looking through the window. To see when his child will return. And that's how God has been expecting you. He's waiting every day. Why will you want yourself to be destroyed? Why will you keep going in the wrong direction? Why do you want to do that yourself? Why do you want to do that to your family? Why do you want your family to suffer because of your own disobedience? God is calling you today to return back home. And is willing to, to, to give you an embrace of love. And as you do so this morning, the Lord will bless you. In the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. 
We are going to cry unto God for mercy this morning. You know, for mercy, for mercy, for mercy, for mercy. Thank God that Jonah obeyed God. Thank God. You know, thank God that he obeyed. You know, after he spent some time in the belly of the, of the, of the, of the fish, he completely turned to God. And that was why when Jonah came out, he preached like no man's business. And to the point that his preaching converted the whole city of Nineveh from the youngest to the, to the oldest in that city, even among the animals. Animals were not given food, you know, for three days. When they fasted to seek the face of God, he became a preacher of righteousness, a rebellious preacher, somebody that rebelled against the, the message of God. Now become a preacher of righteousness. What God? What, what, what's, what's, what, you know, what's that thing that God cannot do? You know, if God can change Jonah and prepare him to become a, mess- a, a messenger through, through whom a whole city will be converted, who are you that God cannot convert you? Are you thinking, are you giving up on yourself that you are too bad for God to change you? No. God is looking for somebody like you. you know, if, he, if he could walk upon Jonah, it can work upon you. It can make you a better person. I want us to cry unto God for mercy this morning. We are going to pray unto him and say, Father Lord, this morning be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth and begin to cry out for his mercy. Lord, we pray for your mercy. In the name of Jesus, be merciful unto us. Be merciful unto us. Be merciful unto us. Be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy upon us. In the name of Jesus, because it was by your mercy that Jonah was not eventually being destroyed. You could have, God could have chosen to destroy him, but God had mercy upon him. I want us to pray unto God this morning for his mercy. Lord, we pray that you be merciful unto us as well. In any way we have wronged you, in any way we have, we have, we have intentionally disobeyed you. Father, we pray for forgiveness. Have mercy upon us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouths. We are going to crown to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every self-inflicted affliction in my life be terminated by your mercy. Do you know many of us, some of the suffering, some of the hardship we are going through, it is due to our own doings. It is due to our own sins. It is due to our, our, to our own disobedience to God. But thank God for his mercy. I say thank God for his mercy because his mercy can put an end. That hardship that we have caused for ourselves. I want us to lift up our voice this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by your mercy, terminate every self-inflicted affliction in my life. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, this morning we pray for mercy. Lord, terminate every self-inflicted problems. In our lives, in the mighty name of Jesus, terminated by your mercy, terminated by your mercy, terminated by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, oh God, every self-inflicted problems, self-inflicted troubles that we are going to right now, by your mercy, oh God, let it be terminated this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to go back to that Jonah chapter 1 verse 4. The Bible says, but the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up i want us to open our mouth we are going to cry unto god and say father in the name of jesus put an end to every storm in my life 
Every storm that want to break up my life into pieces. Every storm that want to break up my emotion to pieces. Every storm that want to break up my family to pieces. Lord, by your mercy, let it be terminated this morning. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, terminate it, terminate it by your mercy. Every storm that want to break up our emotion to pieces. Every storm that want to break up our home into pieces. Father, oh Lord, this morning by your mercy, let that storm be terminated in the name of Jesus. Lord, put an end to every contrary wind blowing against our life. By your mercy, oh God, in the name of Jesus, every contrary wind, every storm that want to break our career into pieces, that want to break our body into pieces, that want to break our life into pieces, by your mercy, let them be terminated this morning. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every storm of sickness in my body. There are some storms that they are, they are external storms. Whereas there are some storms from the inside. And this is more tormenting. This is, uh, these are storms that affect our emotions. That makes our life not to be balanced. That make our life not to be stable. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every storm from within troubling my emotions, troubling my head, be cast out this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every storm from within, by your mercy, let them be cast out. Let them be cast out. Let them be cast out. In the name of Jesus, let them be cast out. Storm from within, be cast out this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Every storm from within, affecting our emotion, affecting our health. By your mercy, we pray this morning, let them be cast out. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go in the journey of this month, let every, every, every association, every relationship that could, that could bring trouble into my life be terminated. Because Jonah was in that ship. He brought affliction upon the sailors. You know, the Bible says all their goods, they had to waste it. They throw it into the sea because of somebody's sin. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, any wrong association, any wrong relationship that could bring a loss into my life, disconnect me from them by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, disconnect us from every wrong association. Wrong relationship that could bring trouble into our life in this month. In the name of Jesus, Maya Lagaba, Masunda, I cover some for Judica Polia, Eke Pedelia Bagasa for Judica Polia, Masunda, I cover Dailia Casilica Po. Every wrong association, wrong relationship that could bring trouble, that could bring losses into our career, into our business, into our home. Father, disconnect them from it by your fire in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father Lord, let your Holy Spirit journey with me. Let your Holy Spirit go with me in the journey of this month. Let the Holy Spirit enter into my ship. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Holy Spirit, come and go with us in the journey of this month. Enter into our boat. Enter into our ship and be the captain. Come and direct our path. Come and lead our path in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I'll be here.